Hello, everybody, and welcome into the 8 o'clock hour of the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Prather, ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420. I'm coming to you from the Roofing Louisiana studio. And uh, you'll have a chance, gave away some tickets, you'll have a chance to win two more later in the program to tomorrow's homecoming game between Louisiana and Arkansas State. Keep listening for that. It's always chippy, my kind of football game. From an entertainment standpoint, I like it. The players are excited and um, here to talk about the game and everything surrounding it with homecoming is uh, Deputy Director of Athletics, Nick Oyenko, and uh, Athletic Director, Dr. Brian Maggard. Now, when you two are, are, are somewhere together like you are right now, how often does somebody introduce Nico first? That was intentional because they, you know, the deputy before the main guy. Do, do I get brownie points the, there, Nico? The, the goal, the goal. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, but the goal is always not to be recognized. It's it's he's the face, and it, I, I try to hide in the background. <laughs> I, man, I've seen I, I, I've seen some old pictures of Nico from his uh, from his playing days, Brian and. I mean, the hair was was a little different. It was uh, if if he still looked like that, you'd recognize him anywhere, uh, literally anywhere. You're talking rock star status. That's right. He had a look going, and uh, we keep asking him to get it back. He could bring that back. I could. The twenty flow, twenty twenty could handle it, dude. Yeah, you you had a you have like a built in reason. Yeah, we 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 let it grow a little bit through the quarantine, um, but it just. <laughs> Uh, now nowadays, now with my wife, you know, Marnie just didn't mm-hmm. uh, appreciate that. I don't think as much, but it was kind of fun. I had a little bit of a mullet going, kind of like a just doc, a little, th- just a little, just like Brian Maggard. I think in his wedding photos, very similar. <laughs> Did you have a a, a mullet? No, I know, but 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 the hair went high. Oh, you know, it was high, like okay. high up. You know, I, I was six foot. I wear hats, so I'm not yeah. going to say anything about hair. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, you know, we, we've talked this year about all the challenges, obviously, of 2020 and, and, and running this athletic department. And I know you guys have been working your tails off. What's what's it been like planning homecoming and a homecoming game in 2020? Well, I, you know, I think, obviously, from a game standpoint, it's it's business as usual, right? You know, the, the team continues to prepare no differently than they would uh, this week uh, was a little bit different with the election. You know, it, it forced uh, the the program to shift its day off uh, from Monday to Tuesday. But other than that, uh, that that aspect's been business as usual. And certainly, you know, there's been a lot of people on campus working very hard to to try to uh, make those 2020 adjustments, if you will, from a more virtual standpoint. And Nico can talk more about you know how that will be displayed you know, on game day. And then, you know, as far as he and, and members of his team on the external side, you know, they've been working extremely hard to, again, get the stadium prepared. But we've got, you know, a couple new initiatives going on this week. And then certainly there'll be a lot of unique uh, recognitions on game day. What, what, so in terms of recognitions and, and celebrating homecoming, what can fans expect uh, tomorrow? Some of the things they'll see at Cajun Field? You know, with the normal operations in this unique, uh, season, I guess you would say, is uh, we'll continue to have the gates open up at 9 a.m., and that's the gates to the parking lot. Uh, and parking for general admission fans will, will be at the same time, and that'll be a $15 charge at the gate. Uh, or you can use the Park Mobile app to to reserve a, a spot in, in advance. Uh, additionally, you know our, our gates at Cajun Field will open up, and we'll have the box office open up right at 10 o'clock so folks can come over and pick th- things up. Uh, I will tell you we're going to open up an additional 50 tickets today 
uh, which is going to be a little different than what we've done in the past. Um, but uh, Arkansas State did not redeem uh, 100% of their ticket allotment, so that's going to allow us an opportunity to, to make some more seats available for fans who do want to participate at homecoming this weekend. So we're really pumped up about that, Scott. Uh, and then additionally, inside the venue, uh, we'll have a lot of, uh, of of ways to honor the past and the traditions. Uh, I think you guys saw the the tremendous video that came out by our digital team. Uh, Doug Domain put up. Doug, Jeez. Man, what, what about – He's a different level. Yeah, uh, rock star talent. Uh, and that, that whole digital crew is tremendous. And uh, th- those guys just well, look, every set week, us apart. Look, culture yeah. video, I'm just sitting there waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I got my alarm set. I'm like, all right, it's about to drop. I got to watch this. Man, uh, and, and, and they've taken it to a different level this year. I, I think they're getting into the action a little bit quicker and, and how they've reimagined and reengineered those shows. Uh, which is fun for all of us to participate and watch in, right? Uh, and it pulls on the heartstrings too, you know, with all the things that have gone this year with Coach Looney and, and obviously uh, our, our. This is a compliment to Coach Napier because a lot of coaches don't do this, but we really um, insert our digital team into the, the the fiber of the team, right? Allowing access and and some creative freedom, and and that's a compliment to Coach Napier and, and guys like Doug Domain and Patrick Crawford. Uh, but that was what, something that we want to be intentional about. And it makes all the difference in the world to provide that for fans and recruits. So we're really pumped about that. Uh, but anyways, back to the game. You're going to see a lot of activities focused around homecoming. Additionally, we're going to recognize our eminent faculty uh, at the event as well. Uh, so we're going to see a lot of fun things. The homecoming court will get honored. Uh, and we have uh, actually a, a student athlete on that court. Additionally, a Who's that? Raging, uh one of our soccer players. All um, right. Julian W. Yep, yep. yep. And then we have a, a, a spirit squad member in there as well. So the recognition for that will be done under the video board. Uh, so we'll have our court up there. So on the hillside, if you will, uh, we'll recognize them this year. And it's going to be a lot of fun, but different, but different. And uh, But we're still going to make it a big celebration for those. But also for, for Cajun Nation coming back, uh, talking to our Alumni Association president, uh, Beverly Black. You know, they've got a lot of great activities planned. Uh, last night was yell like hell. Uh, great attendance there. Uh, to, to see those folks rolling out in, the, in waves and, and, again, staying their distance. Uh, but we're really looking forward to the activity tomorrow. Well, you know, you're honoring a soccer player. They might, you know, she might come back as a, as a champion. Hopefully. Hopefully. A, they're in the, the Sunbelt Conference Championship match today, aren't they? Uh, semifinals Semifinal. Today. But they're, Second it, it, consecutive year. You win today, you play Sunday for the championship. So does she? Wow. That's right. Could be a big weekend for her. <laughs> That's good stuff. And there, there's a lot of big stuff happening. Uh, and, and Nico Yanko, uh, Dr. Brian Maggard, our, our guest right now here, ESPN 1420. Um, from a game day standpoint and preparing it with the pods, and you mentioned, first of all, l- let me go back for a second. You said 50 tickets. I know that you know some folks start percolating. Wait, what was that? What did you, what did you, where mm-hmm. can folks, if they're interested, get that? When does that drop? Uh, so the li- the link is actually live right now. Uh, we'll put a post out this morning, uh, closer to 9 a.m., just letting folks know an additional 50 tickets are available. Um, and again, that's because Arkansas State did not redeem 100% of their ticket allotment. So we're going to post that uh, today. But if you go on our website to the the Ticketmaster um, link and, and through Account Manager, you'll have access to select those through the host site uh, for $40. Uh, that that's forty dollars, and then fees on top of that. So just for, for folks to be prepared, um, that'll normally come out around forty six dollars. If you go to the Cajun Dome, 
uh, you get to uh, go around some of those fees. But again, I expect after us talking right now, uh, my report when I get back to the office will probably tell us we're probably down to 10 to 15 tickets. That's how quick these things have been moving, just because the inventory is just not there. There's, there's, not, there's not a ton of space, so if you can get in, you want to get in, and, mm-hmm. and you're seeing a team that has a, a commanding lead in the Western Division, a chance to get a stronghold on it, yeah. uh, getting votes in the top 25 poll, and yeah. you know there it's to this point it's been a historic season. Now you've only had two home games, now you've got three in a row, uh, God willing. So is this going to make things a little more difficult or a little easier in that Cajun field each week? Like can can you essentially leave some of the things set up and? now get into more of a rhythm here the next couple of weeks yeah i mean we're to that point in the year where, where things are starting to you know move pretty smoothly i would say um everything kind of changes week to week though just based on circumstances whether you're preparing for a hurricane or uh you know what concession items need to be adjusted uh this week um you know you'll see that we've added the uh fan cutouts so our marketing team was outside strapping those in yesterday so it's going to be fun to see uh, you know, several of those cutouts going in there. And we're always trying to look at unique ways just to add a little bit of lanyop to game day. Um, but this week is going to be really focused on the festivities and the pageantry of homecoming. Um, and one thing, I, I don't want to skip out on this, but today is the Bill Bass Open. Uh, and I know Dan McDonald uh, is looking for a few folks for walk-ups as well. So if you're wanting to play some golf today, uh, head on over to the perfect uh, sport for oh, 2020. That's right. That's the right. perfect sport. Stay and social. the weather's nice right now, yeah. man. It feels good. Uh, Nico Yanko, Dr. Brian Maggard, our guest here, ESPN 1420. You know, I, I hope for multiple reasons it, it doesn't come down to a final kick. Uh, but if it does tomorrow, <laughs> Nico, can you assure me that Dr. Maggard will be behind the goalpost? Contained. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to memorializing uh, the Dr. Maggard uh, location under the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the All you got to do is buy one uh, of those inflatable what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like Gumby, crazy inflatable like waving Gumby. arm two uh, man. That's right. You know, and Scott, until you said that, <laughs> I hadn't thought about it, but in my mind, I'm thinking, he's spot on. That's exactly the way yeah. that looked. Hey, it really it was, did. It was, a, it was an yeah. awesome here's, moment. But here's the irony of all that. That event is I'm standing there. I'm seeing the ball come through the goalpost, and I'm thinking, I could catch this. And I said, no, I don't want to drop and embarrass myself on TV. <laughs> and then you just drop. Pull the stunt. <laughs> then I you did, actually so. drop. Right. But you popped up. Hey, listen. Hat-like reflex. Never left my feet. ESPN yeah. 1420. Dr. Maggard, with uh, with the other sports coming down the line, I know you know I've talked to you guys, um, I'd say probably once or twice a month here. Um, and for a while it was, look, right now we're just trying to get football season off because it's 2020s nuts. Now we're in November. You got basketball coming up. I know soccer's been playing well and, and volleyball and whatnot. But with basketball coming up, men's and women's and games in the Cajun Dome, what what is the game day protocol going to look like for for hoops? Is that been decided yet? It has been, and, and so obviously, you know, we've got people. It, it started with Nico in the ticket office, and now it's really with the RCF staff in terms of the ticket allocations. But you're see, you're going to see restricted capacities, social distancing, and things like that. And then, you know, being in an indoor venue like volleyball was, you know, masks are going to have to be worn unless you're eating or drinking. Uh, Players are going to have to be in masks when they're on the bench. Coaches have to wear masks at all time when they're coaching. It's the the protocols are very uh, similar to what volleyball has had in place. Um, So, again, you know, Nico can verify this. The capacity is going to be 
what, somewhere a little over 2,000? Yeah, yeah, you'll look somewhere between – it'll end up uh, just based on the final allocation. That, that'll adjust it by maybe 100 seats or so just on how the pods are structured in, in the final steps of this. But you're looking at close to about 2,200 seats, 2,300 seats. Um, and, and it'll be socially distanced. You know, we're going to be spread across the entire arena, which is normally a 13,000-seat venue. You know, things are going to look different for basketball. Uh, courtside is going to be 15 feet away from the actual playing surface, so the actual court, not necessarily the the structure of the court, but the playing surface of the court. Um, so fans, I know, are excited. You know, as RCF has been calling folks, I know a lot of folks have been really pleased with the under and, and the locations, but also they're they're very understanding of the circumstances, particularly after seeing how the how football was rolled out uh, and understanding how the new setup of of game day is going to look. So there's a lot more understanding this this go go around. Um, you know, the band and spirit squads are going to be up in the upper upper deck, if you will, of the arena. So uh, that's for safety measures, but also to provide more opportunity for season ticket holders to have a little bit more desirable of locations. But uh, I know our band and our spirit squads are going to bring the intensity every time that they're there. Uh, and then we also, this is a, this is a top priority, I know, for, for, for Dr. Maggard and Dr. Savoy, but we retained uh, the same ratio of seating. Uh, for our students uh, to participate in, in home events, and and you know, with with uh, the Christmas vacation and the holiday vacations coming up, uh, we know that some of the participation there might be limited. So we'll still look to fulfill some of those locations as we get into the playing uh, playing weeks. Uh, but we want to make sure that we're constantly messaging that the same ratio and really the same footprint of seating for our students is still going to be made available, and and uh, and that's a big deal for us in our campus community. ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com. How do you feel about the, the the new schedule layout for hoops with the Friday Saturday, uh, yeah. not a doubleheader, but a <clears throat> you know two games in two days mm-hmm. and yeah. you know playing opponents in your division four times? Um, I've asked the coaches about it, but how do you guys feel about it? Well, for me, I mean, and this was a decision that the uh, the head coaches and ultimately the ads and presidents had to approve. But uh, you know, it, it's all about safety uh, and trying to get through a season. You know, basketball is going to be challenging. We thought the fall sports would be challenging, and there have been some challenges. But knock on wood, you know, Louisiana has been pretty successful so far from a positive test standpoint. Basketball is going to be a different animal because in reality, you know, you have two teams playing on, let's say, a Saturday. They both test on Sunday or Monday. You have one positive. There's a likelihood that both teams will be have to fully quarantine just due to the nature of the sport, the contact, the closeness of it being indoors. So we're trying to minimize travel. We're trying to minimize contact as much as we can. So I think it's an appropriate step, you know, for a crazy COVID season. And and just to be really honest with you, Scott, you know, we're just hoping to get through get the season a basketball in. season. That's right. Just get the season in. Uh, talked to Gary Broadhead yesterday. Bob Marlin will be on the show at 8 a.m. Tuesday morning. And uh, obviously we'll talk about the team and – the Sun Belts, and also just dealing with uh, what is COVID in 2020 in the college sports world. ESPN 1420.com, Dr. Maggard, Nico Yanko. All right, you guys are a little biased, but um, how do you feel about tomorrow's matchup? Louisiana and Arkansas State, 11 a.m. kickoff, pregame at 9 a.m. Uh, folks, if you want to bring the radio headset with you to the stadium, turn it up. We'll uh, we'll be on Hot 107.9 and ESPN 1420 via Learfield IMG College, but um, but yeah, love Jay Walker on the call, and 
and and Gerald Broussard and Cody Juno. Sorry, I had to get all those plugs in real quick. But <laughs> back to my question, uh, the matchup. I mean, this I I get excited for UL Arkansas State every year because you can just to talking to the players, you can just feel it. I mean, Coach Napier is very good about staying kind of zoned in on what's the task right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you know, you can read some of the players and you can get a sense. All right, they're they're pretty. This is a team that they remember. They kind of got this one circled. I'm used the word chippy as as a as long as things are within you know good sportsmanship. I like that. Uh, I like this matchup every year. How do you guys feel about the matchup as both Cajun supporters and uh, guys that are in charge of the athletic department? Well, I think Coach said it best. I think it was on your show Monday morning uh, that you can throw the records out the window here. So you know whether you're five and one coming into this or only have a couple wins under your belt, that doesn't matter. Uh, it is definitely an interdivision rival. There's no doubt it's it's a conference rival, you know. And so, I think Chippy's a good word. But uh, exchanged text with Coach last night, just checking in, and and he seemed to have a very good feeling of the team's preparation leading into it. And so, uh, I think it's going to be a good game. You know, I think uh, they're going to bring it. Arkansas State will. They're well coached. Their record may not reflect it, but they're a really good coach uh, coach team. I, I think a lot of Blake Anderson. Uh, and uh, the the total body of work he's done there. So he will have his team ready to play. There's no doubt about it, but there's no doubt in my mind that uh, the Cajuns will be ready and that they'll prevail. I agree. No, I I think it's going to come down to, you know, I'll say this just looking back, and I know Coach Napier mentioned this as well, is I still think some of our best games are ahead of us. Um, I I think playing ball in all three phases is what makes the difference at this point in the year. And, it's that playoff mentality that I think our team um, really ignites uh, and really gets focused is when they get into this zone. And this is one of those games that they really are going to dial in. I think you're going to see a more disciplined team this week. I think we made a lot of mistakes in this, uh, really in, in, in the penalties last week. So there's going to be a lot of focus on that and just doing the fundamentals the right way. So to me, I think you're going to see a really good ball game. I think it's going to uh, always be with this group, I think Arkansas State always brings an electric experience for our players, and they get hyped up, and, and uh, they get up for those games. So I'm really pumped up to see how they roll out tomorrow. But, um, again, I think this team is in that playoff mentality, and uh, I'm excited to see the tenacity they bring tomorrow on Cajun Field. 11 a.m. kickoff, homecoming, Louisiana versus Arkansas State with the win the Cajuns can get that stronghold in the Western Division. And uh, it's been it's it's been a fun year, and – Obviously, Coach Napier and his staff have done a good job. When you've got a, a, a head football coach, Dr. Magger, that is having lots of national stories being written about him, and I know Ross Dellinger's come to, to Lafayette a number of times, What um, is that something you, you, you love as an AD? Is there a part of it that's like, I love it, but is there another party that's like, all right, you know, maybe just keep the attention here? Like, How, does, how, do, you, how do you tackle that as, as an AD? Well, certainly it's what you want of the two options, right? And so, uh, you know, I, I greatly appreciate the body of work that uh, Billy has done in a very short amount of time. All the recognition that he and the program are getting is well-deserved. Uh, it's great for the university. It's great for Lafayette. It's great for the state, in my opinion. And so we absolutely welcome it. Uh, but there's a reality in our industry, you know, to that. And that is, is you know, the, the, the higher profile, you know, a coach can get. Um, you just want to make sure that, uh, you know, you're doing everything you can to 
provide that program the resources it needs to stay successful. And uh, because as Coach and I have talked about, you know, we, we feel there's a, there's a great body of work that we still need to do here, right? Our goal is to be a top group of five program in America. Our goal is to play in the New Year's Day Six Bowl. And those things haven't been achieved yet, but we're well on our way. And so, I, you know, Coach is a, is a type of person who he, he's really not driven, you know, by, by the financial side of it. Now, you know, it, it, it talks, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, you know, he is somebody that puts value in so many other things that, uh, you know, and I think he feels very good about where he is, his family, you know, quality of life, the support he gets, you know, at the athletic department level, the university level. And so we just know we got a lot more to do here. And, uh, you know, so we're excited about that. But to your question, um, that that type of attention is much better than the alternative. It's like it must it, you must really – it's great to see. It's great for the program. And then there's a small part of it that's like, okay, I, I'm, I don't want to think too far down the line. I want to focus on right now, and this is just awesome, right? Right. And um, Yeah, you, you need to smell the roses, and you need to enjoy the moment. But you correct. better be thinking – down the road. You, you better you, be thinking. You, well, I, I imagine, uh, if first of all, you were trained for it, but I imagine this year has made sure that you were absolutely trained for yeah. any possible scenario because uh, it's just been an unprecedented yeah. year for sure. Well, it's like uh, Nico said, you, <laughs> you you go into a home game and you got your normal preparations, but then you have to worry about a hurricane. You have to worry about you know COVID. You have to worry about you know so many other you just said a hurricane and now you got me thinking about Etta and Ida whatever it's called and it's <laughs> mm-hmm. just doing crazy dances. stuff out there isn't it Con- control the controllables that's right that's really all we can do at this point and, uh, be flexible pivot yeah. be able to adjust yeah like be nimble like a cat just, on, yeah just on pretty the, much like fall you know, down pop right yeah. back react up, flail you around, need to be able to react you know run with down the field. like you would after you make a 56 yard field goal gracefully yeah. Right? <laughs> we'll give them that. Uh, ESPN1420.com. Guys, uh, thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it. And um, homecoming tomorrow, guys. So we're we're going to be giving away some tickets. So stay tuned for that. Uh, big game tomorrow. And if you want to get some tickets, Nico, one more time. You guys uh, just dropped 50 tickets because Arkansas State didn't have that full allotment. Obviously, with pod seating and social distancing, very, very limited. So how can folks, if they're listening right now, if they want to get in on it, how can they do it? Call over to the Cajun Dome, our UL box office there. Uh, hop online to Ticketmaster Account Manager uh, and, and or drive over to the Cajun Dome. Our box office windows will open up today at 10 a.m. So uh, come see us. Uh, let's see the another sellout. I think this will make uh, three in a row for us, uh, and hopefully we can make that the trend moving forward. So uh, we're really pumped up and grateful for those folks who have stepped up and, and – uh, really committed to the culture, as we say. And uh, we're looking forward to welcoming our Cajun fans home this weekend. No doubt about it. And good luck to Coach Lance Key and the soccer team today. That's right. The, and uh, and, and a shout-out to uh, the volleyball program. They're in uh, Arlington with a huge series against UTA tonight and tomorrow uh, because the winner of this series should lock up the second seed in Go the tournament. Go get it. Go get it. That team nationally ranked earlier this year. So it's been a uh, – Interesting fall season, but uh, in terms of yeah. the results so very far, very successful so far. That's right. Very successful. 25 after the hour. Thanks so much, gentlemen. I know I'll be talking to you guys soon. Oh, wait, one more final question. What were you guys for Halloween? 
I was a Raging Cajun fan. Yeah, in, I was in a, Marcus, see, Texas. I, I, I was my typical nervous AD self in time, San Marcos, yeah, Texas. He, he, <laughs> Billy Napier said the same thing. He's like, you can't get me this year, Scott. I remember the year before, I think he was a pirate, but it took me like really, really pestering him for him to finally tell me that. The last time you were you were in a in a costume, what were you? Don't say you can't. I really can't. I'm going to let Nico go first. I will say, I think it was two years ago, I went to a a Halloween party here with one of our good investors. Uh, Mo Haney puts on a heck of a Halloween party, and I think I went over there as, I don't know, I'm sure I was probably with my wife and Patrick Crawford, maybe, and maybe it was a Star Wars character. Or, like he's like, maybe I think I just had a mask. I can't remember been, what it was. Yeah, yes, I can't remember maybe. what it was. Maybe it could have been. Maybe you were. You know, no, no, no. I think I had a Rougarou, like a werewolf okay. mask on. You know right. what I mean? I think that's what it was. I mean, for the last several Halloweens, all I've done is handed out candy, and well, I enjoy that. But uh, you know, I have not dressed up in complete transparency. So it's been a while, Scott. I'd have to give that some thought and. Uh, Get back to you, but I truly cannot recall my the, last Halloween costume. The, the key is, I think, it's the, you know, not necessarily the costumes, but I think last year we both passed mm-hmm. out king-size oh, candy yeah. bars. We tried to outdo one another uh, yeah. on what we gave. King-size? Oh, yeah. yeah Listen, king-size. Do you guys have a budget? I mean, my goodness, what kind of neighborhood do you live in? <laughs> yeah, well, king-size. So, so this was the deal. This was the deal. my kids over there. Yeah, this was the deal. Go knock on Mr. If, Nico's If door. you came up and you yelled, go Cajuns, mm-hmm. right, you got a king-size. But if you didn't and you might have been leaning more towards a purple and gold fan, um, uh, you you got the just you know you got small bag of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got a single Starburst unwrapped Starburst hey, look, piece of candy. Word gets out, man. The kids will do it. You yeah. know, word gets on the street, and those king sizes are gone. That's and right. then what do you do when they're gone? And the first kid shows up, and it's an investor's kid. Then what? Well, Nico runs to the gas station and buys all the king well, size. Uh, that, that's when we start passing out boudin balls. <laughs> and, yeah. Ten dollar bills. <laughs> Here's two tickets to the game. Autograph envelope helmets. with cash. Franklin, uh, you want to you want to hang out with Brian Mitchell, guys? All right, mm-hmm. uh, guys, appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon. All right, and uh, enjoy the festivities uh, this weekend. Yeah. Happy Friday. You Thanks, got Scott. It. All right, stay tuned. We'll give away two tickets to the game in the next segment. Break down the Cajuns, Red Wolves matchup some more. And then uh, coming up uh, at about 8.40, 8.45, former Super Bowl champion Saints linebacker Scott Shanley will be on the show. It's all coming your way right here on ESPN 1420 and .com.